Let's continue to clap our hands and give him praise tonight. Can we do that? All over this building right now, somebody lift your hands, lift your voice. Call upon the name of Jesus. Oh, we love you, Jesus. Oh, somebody say hallelujah. Somebody speak that name that's above every name into this atmosphere right now. Hey, Jesus, Jesus. Glory to God. Glory to God. How many are glad you're at peak 2015 tonight? Haven't we had a time in the Holy Ghost? And I believe that during the course of this week, there have been devils run out of this place. I believe generational curses have been broken. The writer said that the fathers have eaten a sour grape and the children's teeth are set on edge. And that's another way of saying that things that parents do have a way of affecting their children and their grandchildren. These aren't generational curses from witches gathered around a cauldron and throwing in eye of toad and tail of newt. But these are curses like alcoholism and promiscuity and prejudice and skepticism. But I think at peak we've broken some generational curses in this place. And there's some young people that can stand up and say, I don't have to do what my father did. I don't have to do what my grandfather did. But I'm a new creature in Christ Jesus. I stand on my own two feet. My name is written in the Lamb's book of life. Oh, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. And it's an honor and a privilege uh, to be able to speak here on this Friday night. I do not feel worthy of this honor, and I thank those that have placed their confidence in me. I'm, I'm grateful, and I give honor to uh, this youth council and Brother Deeds and these fine revivalist-minded men of God that have given their time, their labor, and their energy. Thank you uh, for the opportunity. How many are glad for your leadership here at PAYCO? Don't we have good leaders? Oh, hallelujah. And I could take a long time going and thanking and appreciating, um, but then the night gets long and I'm not good at it because I forget people's names and um, It's one of the reasons my political career was cut stunningly short Amen And I'm glad Jesus doesn't save us through politicians Amen, I'm glad he saves us through the Word of God <clears throat> I will say that I'm thankful for my family being able to be here with me. Uh, I am married to the prettiest girl in Pentecost. 
And I'm glad she's here, and I'm glad my, glad my sons Joseph and Benjamin are here. I love them dearly, and they are my anchor, and they are my help, and they are here with me, praying with me. I'm so glad that they're here tonight. Amen. <laughs> Musicians, cadets, everybody, there's a lot of stuff that goes on behind the scenes. And all of you wonderful saints of God. Man, it's good to be with God's people. I don't want to be anywhere else. I don't want to be at a ball game. I don't, I don't want to be in a club. I don't want to be in the entertainment venues of this world. But I want... Hey, I was glad when they said unto me. Anybody glad when they said unto you? Let us go. Come on. Let's do this. Let's have revival. Let's preach this gospel. Let's reach this world. Thank you, Jesus. If you've got your Bibles, I will invite you to turn with me to the gospel of Luke chapter 8. Luke chapter 8. While you're turning there, I want to greet the precious saints in Roatan, Honduras. Michael... If you're listening, I love you, man. And I'm excited about revival in Honduras. Thank you, Lord. Good to see my Fort Myers family here, pastored by uh, Pastor Randy Williams, a great man of God. And there they are. One of the greatest churches this world has ever known. Fort Myers, Florida. I'm a little partial to it. <laughs> Love them greatly. Luke chapter 8 and verse 22. If you have it, say amen. Now it came to pass on a certain day that he went into a ship with his disciples. And he said unto them... Let us go unto the other side of the lake. And they launched forth. Now turn with me to the Song of Solomon. Song of Solomon, chapter 2. Somebody said, Song of Solomon at a youth conference. <laughs> I'll bust Song of Solomon out every time I can, man. There's good stuff in here. <clears throat> Song of Solomon, chapter 2, and verse 10. And the writer said, My beloved spake and said unto me, Rise up, my love. My fair one, and come away. I can feel the momentum of this week. What powerful words of God that we've heard from Brother Looper, Brother Robinson, Brother Marks walked in the Holy Ghost. Brother Booker, today, 
How many are ready to stretch forth your tent and hammer in some stakes? One of the great things about my God is he does all things well. And I feel like I'm just coming in on the tail end of this and riding coattails. I want to preach to you taking from Luke chapter 8, Jesus' command and his reassurance. I want to preach to you about going to the other side. Going to the other side. Look at the person next to you. Tell them, I'm going to the other side. Amen. Praise God. God bless you. You can be seated in the presence of the Lord. Last week we had a group of about 50, 60 young adults come down to Roatan, Honduras and step into a burgeoning third world country to be trained, to be challenged, to be changed, and to prepare for working in the kingdom of God. And a previous group in Manhattan, a few more groups coming later next month. I'm excited to be a part of a church that's doing great things. God's church was never designed to sit. It was never designed to be immobile, but it was designed to move. It's one of the reasons why we have the book of Acts, not the book of intentions. Not the book of thoughts. But it's the acts of the apostles. God's church is a moving church. It's a miracle-driven church. It's a gospel-preaching church. It's a devil-chasing church. Jesus said, upon this rock, I will build my church. Hallelujah. Man, I'm glad I'm in his church. You could be in Martin Luther's church, and you could be in the Pope's church, and you could be in John Wesley's church, and you could be in uh, David Koresh's church, but I'm glad I'm in Jesus' church because he said that upon this rock I will build my church. And he said the gates of hell shall not prevail. When he said they shall not prevail, it implies that they will prevail against all other churches. Lacking the power of the Holy Ghost. Lacking the power of Jesus' name. Lacking the power of the supernatural. I'm glad to be a part of Jesus' church. I will build my church. 
and the gates of hell shall not, shall not, shall not prevail. Not against Jesus, church. Oh, hallelujah. I, I wonder tonight, preaching to young people in this beautiful church setting, I wonder what you're going to do with your life. I, I don't know that there's anything else I can preach. We've just about heard it all. We've heard about wilderness babies. We've heard about a great inheritance worth fighting for. We heard about how we are fearfully and wonderfully made. And we were doctrinally established today and, and challenged so that we know who we are. If you haven't prayed the devils out of your heart by this time, God help you because we've had a Holy Ghost time this week. So I'm not going to try to tell you who you are. And I'm not going to try to tell you what we need to believe. You know all of that. Tonight, I want to preach about what we're going to do about it. I want to know if somebody's going to go home from peak 2015 and say, I'm not the same person I was. I'm not the same. I'm not going back to the same trash. I'm not going back to the same garbage. I'm not going to fall into the rut and get stuck. I'm not going to think like that, talk like that, dress like that, live like that, but I'm a... I'm a son of God. I'm a daughter of the Most High God. This thing's worth fighting for. And I'm kicking the devil out of my house. And I'm kicking the devil out of my family. And I'm kicking the devil out of my mind. And I'm... Get out of my youth group. Get out of my spirit. The only option is dominion and power for a child of God. Praise God. Um, I told the group about the Chinese young dissident who was resisting communism and was trying to stand for democratic ideals, it was a, a dangerous thing to do, a perilous thing to do in a dictatorship. Um, dictators have a way of making their enemies disappear. And they took the boy and they put him up on a gallows and they wrapped a noose around his neck and they did it in a public square and they wanted to make him an example and in doing so they asked him do you have do you have any last words any last words that you want to share before you die and inspired by the democratic principles of the United States inspired by the hope of freedom he spoke in broken English and he made a statement that when I read it, it sent chills up my spine. He said, Some mans spend shiny new monies today 
I spend shiny new life. It's not time to play church. It's not time to hedge our bets. It's not time to just hang on by our fingernails, but it's time to give our lives for something that matters. It is time to stand up and preach this gospel. I can't speak for you, but I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. For it is the power of God unto salvation. The apostolic church has the Jesus name message, has the mighty God in Christ, has holiness and separation. And it's time this world knows who we are and knows what we believe. And it's time to, to make the impact we were destined to make. You're not going to do it sitting on the fence. You're not going to do it living a same old, same old existence. You're going to do it by walking in the Holy Ghost. I invite somebody tonight to come with me to the other side. Amen. You can be seated. Uh, the Song of Solomon describes it. And the picture is of a lover coming in to one who sleeps and bending down into their ear says to them, Rise up, my love my fair one and come away I, I want to preach a little bit tonight about that because in that little invitation that romantic inquiry is the concept of you can't stay where you are and included in that is also that the answer as opposed to staying where you are is come with me why is that a big deal well we're living in a world that is intent on maximizing pleasure I'm afraid that young people are being inundated with a message that is not focused on heaven it's focused on here uh, I'm not criticizing I like it like everybody does I I, I shout and I I dance and I clap my hands and I rejoice with everybody but I can hear the flavor of our music changing a little bit to reflect it to reflect the trends of our world prosperity preaching tells everybody that you're all right don't need to repent don't need to change anything you are fine just like you are come as you are don't change anything and they try to schmooze people into the church they try to coffee and donut people into the church and they, they try to let them stay like they are. They're not, they're not changing anything and that's not a church, that's a crowd. That's, that's a secular Christian idea and it waters down and it pulls down the heavenly ideals that we have been given, the heavenly mandates. Amen. And our music starts to reflect it a little bit. We start to sing songs, I can feel the presence of the Lord, and I'm going to get 
my blessing right now. The immediacy, the instant gratification, the I, count how many times this is I and me and get and, and I'm not, I'm not against, you know, having a, a shout down and a Holy Ghost move and praise God. I want to get my blessing like everybody else wants to get their blessing, but I'm just a little bit leery of growing too comfortable down here. <clears throat> that's not, that's not how the old timers sang. This world is not my home. I'm just a passing through. My treasures are laid up somewhere beyond the blue. The angels beckon me. Anybody remember that? From heaven's open door. And I can't. See, that's the problem. A lot of people can. They're interested in the house. They're interested in the boat. They're interested in the car. They're interested in the bank account and the 401k and the education. But I can't. They're trying to build their relationship. They're trying to buy a field. They're trying to marry a wife. They're trying to buy a yoke of oxen. But I can't feel at home in this world anymore. Because the message of the church isn't stay here. The message is rise up and come away. Rise up and come away. My beloved, my fair one, rise up and come away with me. Brother, I am a sojourner. I am a pilgrim. I am looking for a city that has foundations, whose builder and maker is God. And here I have no continuing city. Don't get too comfortable down here, young people. The message isn't stay here. The message is come on. The message isn't fall in love with here. The message is fall in love with Jesus. The message isn't settle down. It's come on, get up. Get up. Get, I need some prodigals to say, I will arise and I will go to my father's house. I need... Is there anybody that says, I can't feel at home? Hey man, I gotta, I gotta quiet down a little bit. Y'all gotta go sit down because I'm not close to being done. Y'all ain't shouting me down this year. Y'all are gonna get it in Jesus' name. <laughs> Hey, 
Hey, I came to preach somebody out of their complacency. I, I came to preach somebody out of their doldrum. I came to preach somebody out of their dissonance and their lack of identity. You're a Jesus name apostolic and you got to live like it and you got to talk like it and you got to dress like it and you got to... Hey! Come on with me to the other side. Come on with me to another place. Come on! Because the answer to this world is not staying here. Let us go to the other side. Hey man, you can be seated. Y'all get out of here. <laughs> Praise God. Let me tell you what I don't want. I don't want to I don't want to have just another altar call. I don't want to have another another moment of well that was a good service and let's move on. We've had men stand in this pulpit and prophesy things. You have witnessed a miracle right here. Several miracles here in this week's events. You have seen miracles, signs and wonders. And there is no reason to remain the same after this time. Heaven's too beautiful. Hell is too hot. The purpose of God is too profound to stay where I'm at. Rise up. Uh, the Bible describes it describes uh, the lily and it says that that it toils not neither does it spin yet Solomon in all of his glory is arrayed not arrayed like unto one of these and it went on to say that we are to consider the lilies and people skip over that, slide past it, and move on to the next verse. But I think we should take a moment and consider it because there's powerful dynamics at work there. You need to consider the fact that the lily rises up. You need to think about the fact that it rises up from the dirt, from the muck, from the lowly from the filthy from the common it rises I'm praying tonight that there's some young people that will rise I'm praying that you'll rise above the hip-hop and the smut and the porn and the easy morality and the secularism that those liberal professors are trying to cram down your throat I'm, I'm praying that somebody will rise up. Hallelujah. I hope you rise up out of worldly music and rise up out of sensuality and rise up out of backslidden relatives that keep trying to talk you out of serving God the way you're supposed to serve God and rise up out of false doctrine and rise up.
come on peak won't you rise won't you come away I somebody make up in your mind I'm not coming back down like Nehemiah I'm not coming down from where God's called me to I'm living a risen life I'm living a praise God and like that like that lily the blossoms up there it's not down here the beauty we're after is a risen beauty it's not an earthly thing amen this is something that we consider it's something that we desire there is there is a rising there is a coming away and in that coming away, come away, it means to leave where you are. Don't stay there. We cannot have church as usual. We cannot go through the motions. Because people are dying and they are leaving. There's so many young people that backslide out of boredom. There is a leaving from where you are, from the sedentary, from the stationary, and moving into something that is different. And, and, and the other side literally is wherever God's at. In that God is there and we are not there means we are to go. From our perspective, it's go. From God's perspective, it's come. But whatever it means, it means I can't stay here. I got to keep on moving. I got to keep on walking. I got to put one foot in front of the other. And I'm going to walk into the purpose of God. I'm rising up. I'm taking my family with me. I'm taking my friends with me. I'm taking my... So Jesus said, let's, let's go to the other side. Let's go to where I'm working. It starts on a personal level. The lily doesn't just become a lily, it starts in seed form. And this idea of, of leaving and going and coming away and rising, that, that, that starts in seed form. I, I want to make heaven my home, but before I can make heaven my home, i got to go. I can't go then if I can't go now. If you're here tonight and you're wrestling with separation... You shouldn't wrestle with it. It is the will of God. Separation from this world is the will of God. Amen. And, and, and people wrestle with it and they say, I don't want to be different. I don't want to be, I don't want to be set apart. I, I, it's too much pressure. People laugh at me. They, they, they mock me. I, I was standing in an elevator here at the Peak Conference and a man got on. Uh, and three of our girls got on, beautiful young girls. And the guy was there, and he's looking, and his, his mouth was open. And he kind of had a smile, 
and I'm watching him watch them. And I thought he was going to say something smart, and I didn't want to have to whoop him there on the elevator. And it wasn't a sarcastic thing. It was a, I can't believe I'm seeing this thing. Because when you're on the wrong side, looking onto the other side, and, and you thought that kind of a thing didn't exist anymore, and, and people said it didn't work, and, and, and people said that it's not going anywhere, and, and, and people try to downgrade it, but yet there it is, living and breathing and standing and looking you in the eyeballs. Holiness is real. God is real. Miracles are real. And Bubba, you're looking at it. Looking into the other side, all he could do was stare. And he said, you're with the church, aren't you? I said, yeah. He said, that's beautiful. What was he doing? He was looking at some lilies that had just risen up above the trash and risen them up, up above the garbage and risen up above the sensuality and risen up the objectification of women rising above the entertainment society and the... Don't tell me it doesn't work. I'm telling you it works. And I'm telling you it's the only way. And that's where I'm going. Come on with me. Let us go. That's me and you and you and you. Let us go to the other side. The answers are not here. The answers are over there. And I want to do everything I can to get wherever God's at. He said, look at the long hair. He said, it's long because you don't cut it. You'd be amazed at the people who know. You'd be amazed at the people who look in from the other side. But before we can get there and before we can do this on a macro scale, you got to do it on a micro scale. you got to make up in your mind, I'm going to the other side. I am going. I want everybody to go with me. I want this whole conference to go with me. I want the USA to go with me. But before I can do any of that, I have to go to the other side. i got to hear the voice of the beloved. I've got to rise up. I've got to... Amen. Won't somebody be the seed that sprouts in your city? Be the seed that sprouts in your school. Be the seed that sprouts in your youth group. Make up in your mind. I don't know about you, but as for me, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. I can't make you go. I can't twist your arm, but I can go. And I will. Bless the Lord at all times. And his praise shall continually be. I don't know about yours, but it'll be in my mouth. Because this thing goes from the common to the cosmic. It goes from the dirt into the air. 
It starts with the individual and it can change the world. Our Jesus is big enough. Our lamb is big enough. It starts small, but this thing don't stay small. I feel the Holy Ghost right now. In, in Genesis, we see a lamb that is given on an individual scale. As Abel offers up a lamb and it atones for his sin. Hallelujah. He's murdered for it. A lot of times you'll suffer for this message, but that doesn't mean you stop preaching. If they, if they, if they kill you, preach anyway. And we see the lamb individually. This thing starts with the individual. Young person, it starts with you. Point to yourself, say it starts with me. Hallelujah. Strong young men, strong young ladies make strong couples. Strong couples make strong families. Strong families make strong churches. Strong churches make strong nations. It goes from the common to the cosmic. It goes, it goes from a ground level and a grassroots up into the heavenlies. Hallelujah. And, and if you break down the individual, you will break down the society. Well, I'm not hurting anybody but me. Uh Uh-uh. If you mess you up, you mess them all up. (laughs) Abel offered up a sacrifice and the lamb was big enough for him. And later we see, we see Noah stepping off of a boat and in stepping off of that boat, he offers up a lamb And it takes away the sin of his family. And he atones and he makes sacrifice unto the Lord. And if the lamb is big enough for his family, hallelujah, if you allow it to, this thing will grow. Amen. It won't stay single. It won't stay personal. Amen. Every young preacher in here that you want to preach to the multitudes, learn to be a Christian first. We don't need preachers that aren't Christians. We, we, need, we need preachers that are Christians first. You got to get the lamb first. And then you can deal with your family. And then after you can deal with your family, then you can deal with... Amen. We go on and we see, we see Moses and we see him telling Israel that, that the, the lamb is big enough for two families. If the Bible says if the lamb is too big and your family is too small, then share it among the households and you can, the lamb will take away the sins of two families and you can paint it over the doorpost of your house and it, and it grows. Hallelujah. Keep on going. And you'll read, about, you'll read about Solomon as he offers up thousands of rams and bullocks and lambs and we read where it's the kind of a lamb that can take away, take away the sin of a nation. Amen. And it can, it can atone on a special day for the sins of a nation as they offer it up unto the Lord. But my Jesus is bigger than all of that. Because standing on the banks of the Jordan, 
he's baptizing and Jesus comes walking over the hillside and he said look at there that's a lamb of God and he takes away the sin of the world this thing doesn't stay personal it doesn't stay contained it doesn't stay just us four and no more but if you'll get it personally God will multiply you and God will increase you and my God's big enough to wash away the sins of every man and every woman and every boy and every girl in black and yellow red and white they are precious in his sight Amen. This is a cosmic message. This is a universal gospel. And the church has to be ready for it. But before you can act out there, you got to act personally. You got to get it. Young man, you got to get it. I cannot stress the importance of daily devotion. What are you preaching on a Friday night? We're talking about daily devotion. You're not going to heaven if you don't talk to Jesus. You're not going to heaven if you don't walk in the spirit. You're you're not going to make it into the kingdom of God if you don't love the word of God. I'm preaching to young people. Turn those pages. Devour that scripture. Study to show thyself approved unto God. A workman that needeth not to be ashamed. Rightly dividing the word of truth. Come on, young man. Open the book and start to apply it. Come on, young lady. You're not doing this for mom and dad. You're not doing this for your pastor. You're not doing this for someone else's approval. You're doing it for the king of kings and the lord of lords. And you got to get it down in your spirit. Amen. So one of the first places Jesus describes the other side, we see it in a boat. It's a, it's a smallish container. It's a personal space. And you got to learn to get to the other side there. Man, I heard people praying before church started. You got to learn to get to the other side. If you're going to make it in this world, you got to learn to pray. Amen. I, 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 I want you to be aware of the devil's tactics because all of the talking and all of the communication on social media, uh, you know, I, I'm not preaching against it. I'm just telling you that, that that talking and communicating really, really, most of it should go to God. Don't pour your heart out on social media if you're not pouring your heart out to God. Don't be sitting for hours on your cell phone when you need to be spending hours in the prayer room. Don't you fall for the satanic deception that robs you of your prayer and robs you of your consecration and robs you of your... We need young men that pray. We need young women that pray. We need people that know how to get in the spirit and get out of the flesh and can see things in the Holy Ghost and know how to step out of this life into that life. You got to learn how to go to the other side. That's where God is. 
I'm going to wherever he's at. And, and to get there means I'm not there yet. Amen. I enjoyed Brother Mark's preaching last night so much. I don't know that I've ever heard, I don't know that I've ever heard someone describe the tension between the flesh and the spirit so well as Simon Peter wrestled with his identity and his progressive calling you don't get perfect to serve God you walk towards perfection as you serve God and eventually Simon Peter Jesus <laughs> praise God Amen. When you start heading towards Him, good things happen. Don't wait till you understand every mystery. Just start being about His business. In that, in that we are going to where He is, it means we have to leave the habitual. We have to leave the common. We have to leave the comfortable. Because God's not interested in our comfort. God's interested in His purpose. And it's going to mess you up and it's going to, it's going to bother you and, and it's going to make you feel odd and strange. But you got to be ready to go there in the Holy Ghost. I wonder how long it's going to take people to figure out that, that evangelism and, and reaching the lost and living for God is not going to work if we keep on doing the same old, same old. Amen. The Bible says, that, that they toiled all night long and the Bible says they caught nothing. I, 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 I don't know about you, but I am finding that where we have traditionally cast our nets is not producing like it used to. Church as usual, there are certain parts of society that are rejecting the gospel of Jesus Christ. It's not the first time it's happened. It's happened with other nations and other cultures. But America is not growing more spiritual. It's growing more secular. And, and people are still going to get the Holy Ghost. And people are still going to get saved. But if you keep on throwing your nets into the same waters. And you start pulling up less and less and less. It doesn't mean the world's winning. It just means that you got to go wherever God's going. Peter threw where experience told him to throw. Peter threw where instinct told him to throw. Hallelujah. 30 years of doing this told him the fish are right there. But what do you do when the fish aren't right there? America is not the same place it was in 1940 and 1950. I'm going to get into the re some of the reasons why, but I just want to tell you, if you're doing church the way you did in 1940 and 1950, you might want to reconsider some things. And I don't mean doctrine. I don't mean the truth of the Word of God. I mean you've got to find out which side of the boat the fish you're running on. And if you're throwing it on the one side and your flesh is saying it's here, and your experience is saying it's here, and your comfort zone is saying it's here, and you're toiling all night and you're not producing the results, you've got to learn how to go to the other side. You've got to learn how to get Get into the Holy Ghost because brother there's fish running over there hey man man I want to go where the fish are going 
I, I, I would go door knocking in my neighborhoods and I'd go into the wealthy areas and I found out real quick they didn't want people walking up. The, the rich says, I'm increased. I have no need of God. I'm not saying they can't get the Holy Ghost. I'm just saying that the fish aren't biting like they used to on that side. Man, if you are locked into skin color and if you are locked into race and if you are, I'm, I'm, I'm going to hit this spirit right between the eyes here at peak 2015. If you can only reach people that look like you and talk like you and eat your food, then you need to understand that there's fish on the other side of the boat. And if you want to get to the other side over there, you got to get to the other side down here, brother. This is where the fish are running. And they're not going to look like you and they're not going to talk like you. And they're going to act different and talk different. But baby, that's where the fish are. That's where the fish... Cast your nets on the other side. Cast your nets on the other side. happened how did we become how did we become unicultural that's a fancy way of saying one color man I'm gonna get it I know I'm gonna get it but if we're gonna go to the other side we better just do this thing in the Holy Ghost Well, nobody wants to hear the gospel anymore. No, they just don't want to hear it in that segment right now. Amen. When, when Azusa Street happened, it didn't happen among the professional and the powerful and the high and the mighty. You had to go to the other side of the tracks. You had to go over to that other side of town. You had to go into that place where you had to lock your doors and, and, and you had to look straight ahead because somebody might think so. If we're going to have revival in 2015, you got to know which side of the boat the fish are running on. Huh? How did it happen? How did it happen? How did we think this thing was a white thing? How did we think this thing was a black thing? There's a whole lot more colors than that, honey. Red and yellow, black and white. We used to sing red and yellow, purple, green, strangest sight you've ever seen. But there's fish on the other side. We're going to bust some devils up tonight. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna break some strongholds tonight. There's a Goliath that has been looking at the apostolic church for a long time saying, you can't touch this sacred cow. Well, honey, I'm chopping the cow up. I'm, I'm throwing the cow on the barbecue. There's spare ribs for dinner tonight, baby, because we're going to talk about it. We're going to tear it down. We're going to overcome it in Jesus' name. It's the will of God that his spirit be poured out on all flesh, all 
flesh. Come on, come on, Peak. Won't you go with me? Won't you go with me? Arise. Come up out of the pettiness. Come up out of the small mindedness. Come up out of the narrow mindedness. Arise. 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 And come away. Well, you can't talk about this. You're a white man. Well, you need. You need to come to my house at Christmas time. We serve grape leaves and hummus. If I don't get in the sun and I don't have a tan and I get seasick, I don't turn white, I turn green. I got olive skin, brother. You, I never had a green preacher preach to you before. And, and, and I have the perspective. I don't know where it went wrong. I, early Pentecost. This thing wasn't dominated by one color. People had to go to the other side. Denomination said don't go. Mainstream religion said don't go. Conformity said don't go. But the Holy Ghost said that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. That's where you're supposed to be. Throw your nets over there. Throw your nets over there. Stop toiling. Consider the lilies. They neither toil. They neither spin. Stop working all night long. The fish are over there. So my grandpa told me before he died, he said, Nathaniel, when I was a boy, I was 10 years old. He said, I can remember my dad praying, A.D. Urshan praying. And he knew people that are just legends to us now. And as a 10-year-old boy, he knew G.T. Haywood. This is back in 1930, 1940. Amen. The Holy Ghost is always cutting edge. The world didn't get around to it till 1960, but the Holy Ghost was breaking it down in the 10s and 20s and 30s. Hallelujah. The Holy Ghost was whispering, rise up. Rise up. Rise up. And come away. 
And he said, I was there. Now, before I say that, let me say this. You've got to realize this is, this is a time of great segregation. This is a time of persecution that, that our little 2015 brains cannot comprehend. This is a time where color meant a big deal. It was a, meant a lot. It was a big deal. And you have an, an Iranian Persian immigrant who speaks broken English. And you have a black man. And they are best friends in a predominantly white country. And he said, I was there the day the pounding on the door shook the frame. And I jumped. Your great-grandfather had been praying. They prayed for hours looking for the other side. And he watched with the eyes of a ten-year-old as A.D. Urshan opened the door and there stood G.T. Haywood. His tears were running down his face and he said Andrew God gave me a song and those ten year old ears heard him sing when gloom and sadness whisper you've sinned there's no use to pray that's when I turn my eyes to my Jesus and he tells me to say I see a crimson stream of blood It flows from Calvary And its ways which reach the throne of God Are sweeping over me I wonder how many people on the wrong side of the boat sang that song not knowing it came from the hands of a black man. Not knowing that an Iranian immigrant prayed with him and spoke with tongues in the living room. This thing is not a color thing. This thing's a Holy Ghost thing. And Jesus is saying, let us, let us, that's you and you and you and you and you and you and you let us go 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 to the other side cast your nets cast your nets into Honduras cast your nets into Africa cast your nets into Russia cast your nets into the other neighborhood that's where the fish are that's where the calling's at that's where the harvest is You've got to go to the other side.
I feel the Holy Ghost right now. Right now, right where you're at, I want somebody to close your eyes and lift your hands and just start talking to Jesus. Because God's doing something right now inside of young men and young ladies. Won't you go with me? Come on. Go with me. Come on. Cast your nets into that neighborhood. Cast your nets over to that side. Cast your nets into that dysfunction. Cast your nets into that chaos. Children, cast your nets on the other side. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. We'll go out and knock a couple doors on Saturday. It's not going to do it. Church as usual is not going to do it. Jesus said, cast your nets. Let down your nets. And we read where Peter said, I've toiled all night. Everything inside of him said, "Uh uh-uh. They're not there. That's a waste of my time. It's not going to work. I, 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 all of his experience and all of his, all of his observation and all of his finite, carnal, natural thinking said it's not going to work. But I'm listening to the voice of the Spirit. And the Spirit said, cast over there. And so, so Peter did. Peter did what so many of us do. He cast his net. It's worth a whole lot more than your token effort. When your pastor says that he needs help, the Bible says they brought up so many fish that the nets break. Pastor Williams, Pastor Buxton, come here. When, when everybody doesn't have a revelation and when they're just willing to cast a net, the nets break. Both of these young men pastor powerful, dynamic churches. And they're brimming. And they're overflowing. The Bible says that they brought up so many fish that the boat began to sink. This thing was never designed to where boats sink and nets break. It was never designed to overload pastors to where they're about to lose their minds and their wives are about to lose their minds because people are too busy fussing and fighting and arguing and messing around and playing around and stuck in small mindedness. We gotta have all hands on deck, man. We gotta have every man, every woman. This isn't gonna take one guy. It's not gonna take a guy in Carson City and a guy in Fort Myers. It's 
going to take everybody. I need you to come with me. I need you to come with me. Help me. Help me. Cast your nets. Cast your nets. We got to do it in Dayton. We got to do it in JS. We got to do it in Calgary. We got to do it in your neighborhood, in your city. Throw it down. Cast it down. Let it down. Let it down. Your pastors are busting up the seams. Their boat's about to go down because... Tony Spell, Shea Spell, in the Holy Ghost. They're doing more work than 10 churches right now. God's filling with people, filling people with the Holy Ghost in a dynamic fashion. This young man's about to kill himself. His net's about to break. Hallelujah. We got to pray for our pastors and pray for our leaders that God strengthens their hands. Young man, young lady, make up in your mind, I'm putting my net down. I'm putting my net down. They're not going to do it alone. They're not going to do it by themselves. But I'm going to put my hand to the plow. I'm going to let down my net. Come on. Arise. Arise. Get up out of your complacency. Get up out of your small-mindedness. Arise. I feel the Holy Ghost right now. We know it's an inheritance worth fighting for. I don't want to be a wilderness baby. Hallelujah. I want to know who I am that I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. I want to straighten and stretch and put down some stakes in the Holy Ghost. We know who we are and we've shouted and we've danced and we've fallen on the floor. Now we got to go. Go. Jesus said, Go ye. Go ye. There's a Hispanic neighborhood across town you haven't been in. Go ye. There's a Vietnamese side of town. Go ye. Well, I'll wait. I'll wait on Pastor Williams to get there. Go ye. Throw it down, throw it down, throw your net down on the other side. They told me I was crazy, Brother Smith. Honduras? Honduras? Don't you know what kind of potential's here? Don't you know the places you could preach? Don't you know what's waiting? How could you take the best years of your life and waste them? That is exactly what people on the wrong side of the boat think.
the best years of your life. You better get to it, son. You better get to it, boy. You got some work to do. What are you doing running around out there? That's what the fish are biting. I don't want to take too much time. I don't want to take too much time. I, I, I know the time grows late. But if I had the time, I'd talk about Jacob and I'd talk about the cattle and I'd talk about the ring straked and the speckled and the brown. I'd talk about all the colors. Laban's interested in one color. But Jacob's got his eyes on the harvest. Jacob's got his eyes. He said, I'm going to cut the sticks out of the poplar and out of the hazelnut. And I'm going to make one white and one brown and one white and one brown. And I'm going to stick it in front of the... You got to keep it in front of the church. You got to keep the vision in front of the church. And if you keep it in front of the church, honey, God will give you the increase. Laban wants one color, but that's not how God thinks. God's got a harvest. God's got a harvest. And I don't know about you, but I'm going, I'm going, I'm going to the other side. Preach it, sing it, pray it, believe it. It's the harvest. Don't sit in your lily white churches and wonder why in the world God's not giving you revival. Hey, and it goes the other way too. Don't sit in an all black church and wonder why God's not giving revival. Don't sit in one culture group. God's got a big plan. God's got a big purpose. God's got a big... Other side. Other side. It's uncomfortable, but it's the other side. I don't understand it, but it's the other side. I don't know what's going to happen, but I got to go. I got to go to the other side. Arise. Come on, peak. Arise. Come on, young man. Arise. Come away. Come away. Somebody lift your hands right now in the Holy Ghost. I can't think of any better way to finish off peak 2015. Come on, young man. Young man, why aren't you learning Spanish yet? Young lady, why aren't you learning French yet? Come on. Come on, I need you to make some nets. I need you to make some nets. Come on. Come on, come on.
down that video game. Get rid of Hollywood. Come with me. Come with me. There's another side. Right now, all across this building, lift your hands. Lift your voice. We're going. We're going. We're going. We're going. Children, cast your nets on the other side. Don't you dare sit there. Don't you dare let it happen without your involvement. Come away. Come away. Come away. Arise. Somebody lay hands on somebody next to you. Help them pray. A young man, lay hands on that young man next to you. Come on, young lady. Lay hands on that young lady next to you. Help them pray right now. This is it. This is it. This is it. I'm not going back the same way. I'm not going back the same way. God's calling me. Come on, Hope Corps. Come on, Hope Corps. Cast your nets, cast your nets, cast your nets. That's where the fish are. That's where the fish are. Somebody help your pastor pray. Somebody help your pastor's wife pray. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I can't stay here. I can't stay here. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. You're asleep. My beloved. My beloved. My fair one. Come on, God's doing it, God's doing it, God's doing it, God's doing it, God's doing it. God's breaking down walls of prejudice. God's breaking down walls of racism. God's breaking down walls of separation. Go, 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 go. Come with me, come with me. We're going to the other side. I need some preachers to help me pray. Come on, I need some youth leaders to help me pray. It's Friday night. It's Friday night.